This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to the final episode of 2021 for the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 74. In this episode, I'm going to recap podcast notes for 2021 and I'm going to give you some insight on what I have planned coming into 2022. So let's get started. Okay, first and foremost, starting a podcast with this brilliant idea I had a couple of years ago because number one, I love listening to podcasts. Absolutely love podcasts. I mean, like almost every day I I will listen to some of my favorite podcasts. And obviously I like to talk. So I'm like, why don't I put the two together? I mean, I'm super passionate about these things that I talk about. So I went ahead and put myself out there. Obviously, I'm not a very highly produced podcast. I am pretty much, for the most part, a one-woman show behind the scenes. I have a little bit of help, but for the most part, it's me running the show. And um, I was really surprised that something that I could just kind of put together um, would reach so many people. So lesson number one that I've learned with podcasting in 2021, and that's the importance of measuring the metrics to see how much and how far I've grown. And this is just like any other aspect of my business. It's important to keep track of this. So in the year of 2021, I actually recorded 27 podcast episodes. Now, last year, I didn't do a great job of keeping track of, again, the metrics and the numbers. So I had a conversation with a friend who's a very um, loyal listener. And she said that she didn't believe I quite reached 10,000 episodes at the beginning of 2021, that it was sort of inching towards that. So I am rounding out the year at over 26,000 downloads. And for that, I am super grateful. Now, the top five episodes that you guys liked the most that resonated with you were number one on organization hacks. I think I gave an episode title like 10 of my favorite organizing hacks. That one went nuts. That's super cool to know. Just people just need a little bit of help like, you know, hey, simplifying organization and just like some different tips. Number two, I think it was titled Declutter Like a Mother. And maybe it was just the title, um, but that definitely resonated with a lot of people. And I'm not surprised on this one because decluttering is something so many of you overcomplicate. I'm pretty passionate about that. So I don't want you to overcomplicate it. It, It's simple. It just, you need, I'll go over all of the steps in that episode, but stop overcomplicating it. 
Now, at number three, I think this episode was actually recorded in 2020. I don't believe it was actually recorded in 2021, but it was all about kitchen organization. So that one actually has been running as one of my top episodes. No surprise again that the kitchen is the hub of the home for many. And again, it tends to be an area that we overcomplicate. It also tends to be an area where a lot of people in the professional organizing industry really highlight. I mean, the best professional organizers in the world are out there and they are like all about the kitchens. And so I think that's an area that kind of resonates with people. There's almost like this weird pressure that your kitchen should look a specific way, which I really like preach against. Actually, I I mean, going into episodes, the top um, episodes four and five, here's my reason why. Because in those episodes, those episodes were more about time management and habits. And that made my heart sing when I found that those were some of the top episodes that were resonating with you guys. So let me talk about this for just a second. I am fiercely passionate about having you guys realize that I don't want you to be hyper-focused about one area of your life. You are a whole person. I want you to be focused on organizing your life. So let's go back that if you hired the best organizer in the world to come to your home and they just make your home look like a magazine. I mean, it could not be more Instagram or Pinterest worthy. Like, I mean, perfection. So let's talk about that. I think that's awesome. I mean, that makes for great photos, but I don't want you spending so much of your time hyper-focused again on just one area of your life, which is your house. I want you to realize you are a whole person and that you have a lot of different other areas that need and deserve your time and your attention. So that's a lot what I talk about in my foundation, what I'm fiercely, fiercely passionate about is how you maintain organization. Because imagine if they came in and your your home was organized, like again, where it could fit into any beautiful magazine. What happens the next day? What happens a week later? What happens a year later? Well, in order to maintain that level of organization, it all depends on your daily habits. So again, there's a lot of different things that are pulling at us in a lot of different areas of our life. And I don't want you to just define yourself by how your home looks. I don't want you to worry if your home isn't you know, uh, up to standards to a neighbor or a sister-in-law or a friend. I want you to also realize I've been in a lot of those homes. I, I had a business here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been in some of the most beautiful homes in our city. And I will tell you, they have people that keep up with that maintenance. They're able to hire people, a team of people often, to make those pantries look and maintain that level. So I don't want you to get hyper-focused on that. And I know it's very unpopular in um, the organization world in general. And that's okay. I'm fine being unpopular. Totally, totally fine being an unpopular person who's like kind of doling out this very real truth. But I will say, I have seen a lot of professional organizers that I follow, so I do feel like that the trend is starting to 
shift a little bit in the professional organizing world. And so I know a lot of my other professional organizers out there are kind of jumping on this bandwagon and saying, this is organization is about organizing your life and how you manage your time. Let's not just focus only on your house. So super, super, super happy. My heart is singing to hear that this is resonating and starting to resonate with many of you. Okay, so kind of a cool thing has happened. Oh, real quick. I don't think I covered this, but on the topic of not practicing what I preach. um, So I I think this might resonate with some of you out there. So I had a thought. So I was organizing something um, that was kind of like it was bugging me. So I jumped in, started organizing it. Had somebody come up, say, hey, can I help? And I said, no. So I had this like little conversation, little voice in my head said, hey, you know, you, you organize to control your OCD triggers and you should, you should, you need to be aware of this. And so it kind of, kind of stopped me in my tracks a little bit. And I was like, okay, you know, if I was on my podcast again, practicing what I preach, that I should be willing to let go of some of these things that do trigger me and kind of take a bird's eye view, look at the big picture and never, ever, ever turn down help with something. How silly of me. But again, it was just something that was kind of bugging me. I just wanted to take care of it myself. I wanted it to be done my way. And again, just a reminder, I had like the, you know, probably the Janelle, if I was listening to my own podcast, what would I be telling somebody (laughs) voice that was like, hey, wake up. Like, let's not let this um, like trigger, OCD trigger of yours turn away very, very good help and an opportunity for someone to kind of jump in and maybe, God forbid, do it their way. So again, hope, hoping that can resonate with a few of you out there. All right. So again, something really cool that's happened this year, and that has been the connection that I've made with so many of my listeners. So one of the connections that I've made is that I have offered one-on-one organizing, or excuse me, one-on-one coaching for professional organizers and people who struggle with time management, organizing other aspects of their home. So I don't always offer the one-on-one coaching sessions. I am currently offering them now. So go back to my website or my Instagram to kind of check in with that. And um, so a couple of them have been professional organizers um, that were starting their businesses. um, And I've had a few of them on the podcast. And that has been amazing. Um, One of them I talked about on the last podcast, Samantha, who is offering the life coaching. So she is, she offers professional organizing and life coaching services. I did want to give you guys her website because she is amazing. Um, Side note, I've been actually using her with some life coaching. 2021 on a personal note was, was rotten. Um, I, I had a lot of loss in 2021 from my, my, uh, my dog to my dad and a lot of people in between and trying to just, you know, maintain all the craziness, run two businesses, be a mom, be a wife, try to be a decent friend and everything else. And so I definitely had a lot of moments where I was just like puttered out, no more fuel left in the fuel tank. And I will say that um, Samantha really, by connecting with her, um, 
she's amazing, guys. She really is. And I wanted to give you her website. If you've ever considered um, hiring a life coach, something that you can do from the comfort of your own home. I, throughout my life, have gone through a lot of different types of therapy for different things. I'm a big advocate of that. Um, but this is being a life coach is something that's a little bit different. It's a little, a little more personalized. Again, you can do it from a zoom or, um, from your phone. So, um, highly, highly recommend Samantha as a life coach and her website is her healedheart.com. So I'll spell it H E R H E A L E D H E A R T. Dot com. So herhealedheart.com. Go over, check out Samantha's website, and I'm actually hoping to have her on um, the podcast very, very soon. She has a lot of wonderful insight and such a compassionate person. I am such a work stuff out of my head by verbalizing type of person. <laughs> and she can like cut to the chase. She's like, hey, are you realizing this? that you're saying this or that you have a tendency to do this. And I just makes my heart sing. So I highly recommend her. All right. So another cool thing that happened recently with one of my podcast um, listeners is that I met one in person on just total by chance. I was working with a wonderful organization, local organization um, that, um, gives collects money and does donations and gifts for uh for law enforcement families locally. My husband is in law enforcement and so it's something I'm super passionate about and as I was working and helping with this project um one of the other volunteers said, "Hey, I listened to your podcast." And her name is Kathy and I just wanted to give a special shout out and hello to Kathy. And thanks, Kathy, for jumping in to our project when you did. You were like an unsung hero. You kind of jumped in and filled in some gaps and you got the the project done. So thank you for being a wonderful and loyal listener. And thank you for your help recently. All right. So let's continue with the recap. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is like, what was this feedback? You guys gave wonderful feedback. And I know I've talked about it before, but it must be said again. I do eventually get to your feedback. A weird thing happens when you put yourself out there and you start a podcast. Every kind of weird, crazy, wild company, I guess, person, they like people, you get all these like weird offers for collaboration or people want to sponsor. And as much as I would like to bring on like a really cool legitimate sponsor, I've realized that's a whole new set of things. And so a lot of times I realize like when I get these messages from people, it's hard to weed out like who's legitimate and who's not. And I get an abundance of them. So the more the podcast grows, the more requests that I get. And it's not like I have tons of followers on Instagram. um, But Funny enough, people will find me and they will hunt me down and they either want me to pay for some kind of service or they want access to you, my listeners. So at some point, I would love to bring you guys um, things and products that I'm actually 
feel like could be an asset to you, not just a bunch of drivel that is nonsense and I'm getting freebies on the side. Not what I would like to do with this podcast in the slightest. But that being said, um, I really do appreciate that when you guys do reach out, just understand I get a lot of different messages from a lot of different sources. So it does take me some time to sort of weed through and figure out like who's legitimate and who just wants me to pay for something or again, who just wants access to you guys and and, you know, um, that's it's a little bit harder than I ever anticipated. But thank you for those who have sent messengers or messages. Now, one of the top groups that I was super, super surprised to hear from were fellow professional organizers. I had some very seasoned professional organizers that reached out as well as people who were just thinking of starting a professional organizing business. And never in a million years when I started the podcast did I think I would resonate. In fact, I, I've always sort of felt like I've been kind of the like anti-professional organizer because my again, my message is very different out there. I don't want organization to be solely focused on your home. I don't believe in posting these unreal, unrealistic photos all over social media. I don't want... I do worry about people um, and followers, uh, you know, doing that comparison thing where if your kitchen doesn't look like this, no one's kitchen looks like that, I promise you. But it's just something that I've just been very um, careful about and actually quite passionate about. So I was kind of surprised when this podcast really resonated with a lot of different professional organizers. And keep it coming, guys. I mean, I'm learning from you just as much as you are learning from me. So um, we can definitely make this industry a little bit better with more collaboration from you all. The other thing that really just sang to my heart this year was the feedback that I got from people who felt encouraged. And that makes all of this craziness worth it. For those of you out there who just said, you know what, Um, when I heard you talk about this, I realized I wasn't alone. And I just have to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that feedback. There is, I like to listen to um, people who coach about creating a podcast. So there's this whole sub industry of podcasting. And a lot of times they're like, you know, you need to be more like produced and not so off the cuff and your podcast is not your therapy and to be just very careful with it. And I think, you know, I I disagree with some of that. And I think that um, sometimes this podcast has been therapeutic for me and that's okay because A lot of times when I've been the most honest or open or vulnerable with you guys, it's reached somebody. And there's definitely this need, especially nowadays where, you know, we do feel very separate from each other, that there is this need for like human connection. And even if it's just through a voice on your phone or your computer coming through saying, hey, I feel exactly how you feel and it's okay and you're not alone my God, guys, makes everything worth it. And so even though 
I hate the sound of my voice. I I struggle pushing that pod or that publish bus button after every podcast episode. I beat myself up for all of this stuff like you shouldn't have said that or you said too many ums or you know or all of those weird things. I'm just grateful that I've been able to go out there and reach and encourage someone else just to let you know that you're not alone in whatever whatever it is that we've connected on. Also, on that note, <clears throat> putting myself out there, man almighty, okay. <laughs> Again, putting myself out there. So if you are thinking of doing a podcast and again, you're like, oh, I want this to reach like t- tons of people and then it does and then you're like, oh my gosh. And it's like you you expect the critics and it's a hard pill to swallow when people like to give their opinions about you. But also, it's also kind of nerve wracking to deal with the the fans and stuff and like, how does that implement in your life and like trying to sort of compartmentalize it and all of that. So just something to keep in mind if you're deciding to put yourself out there. You're you're not alone. Again, like if you guys, that's one of the things I would be happy to do a one-on-one coaching session with is how do you manage um, all of the, the feedback that you get when you do put yourself out there. But one of the areas, I'm going to take a little slight turn here that I wanted to go over with you guys because it is some of the feedback that I get the most of. And this is going to be a tough love moment for parents out there. Some of you are not going to like to hear this, but I do get a lot of questions about organizing with kids. And then I give you guys my response and you don't like it. So... I wish that I could do a series on here's how, you know, your child's bedroom should look. Here's how the playroom should look. Yes, you guys can go out there. You can find the most gorgeous photos on Instagram and Pinterest and really truly believe that that's what a child's bedroom and or playroom looks like. And you know what? I do know people that that, you know, that is very important to them. And every time I talk about like perfection or this type of thing, I I will get someone say, well, what are you talking about? Like my kid's room is perfect and my child, the playroom does look like this. It's all super organized and beautifully labeled and all of that. I just, I'm sorry, I've been in enough homes where I know that ain't the total truth. So let's talk about organizing with kids because it is something that I get so many questions about. Number one, get your children involved. I have three children. I have hosted three foreign exchange students. I have allowed a child's friend move in my house. I have a lot of parenting experience. I've had a lot of kids in my life. And here's what I have to say about this. I don't coddle my kids when it comes to this. My kids have chores. And I, for some reason, am kind of a fish swimming upstream in our generation of talking about this. Um, Have I hired people to help me clean my house over the years? Yeah, I have. But you know what? Also, my kids know that ain't their cleaning, the person helping them clean. It's a person helping me clean and keep up with stuff. So... Um, but certainly that is something that I definitely, definitely want to get a message out there. 
If your child leaves your nest and cannot operate a washing machine, that ain't cute. That ain't funny. That ain't cute. Your children should be able to go out into this world and know how to take care of themselves. And it's actually something, it's this big soapbox moment. I'm not apologizing for it. I never will, but I feel like your kids need to be involved. Chores are very, very important for your children. Now, one of the easy ways that you guys can implement this is by simply doing a 20-minute tidy. Now, this is not something that's new. I did not reinvent the wheel. I just simply put a name on something that most families do. We do this about once a day, usually it's after dinner time, and it involves um, whining, uh, sometimes crying, and sometimes I'm like, you know, yelling, like, where where are you? Get in here and put your stuff away. So it's not like we're this happy little family, like all coming together, like, yay, we get to clean the kitchen and put our crap away for the day. No, let's be honest, but they need to do it. And even when my oldest child, who is now married, he's in the the military, married, when he comes to my home, he knows after dinner time, it's part of the routine. And guess what? He still gives me crap about it and stuff like, God, mom, we're always cleaning. Well, guess what? We have to clean. And I don't have children who, you know, are the, you know, we're not this super clean, neat family either. So... Get your kids involved in putting stuff away on a daily basis. But in order for them to know where to put stuff away, make sure that you've set things up. So again, make sure that the they know where the paperwork is going to go. Have a paperwork drop zone. Make sure that they know where their backpacks and their jackets are going. Put some hangers up in your house or have them put it in their room. You know, you don't have to have a designated, beautifully appointed homework space. The kitchen table is fine with a bin that can, all the school supplies can go into and be kind of put away in a cabinet or the pantry. So again, don't overthink it. Stop worrying about perfection. All right. The other thing with organizing with with kids is let them be part of the process when it comes to that. For instance, in their rooms, um, <clears throat> let them create the labels. I have a small space downstairs. It's one of those closets that is under the stairs, and that's where the only place toys are allowed. Um, we do do a lot of entertaining. I have nieces and nephews that are little and friends' children, so I don't like people to go upstairs that much when we have parties and stuff, so I just have that little closet downstairs, and my youngest, um, I'll let him go in once in a while and help me like kind of put labels and his labels always are like <laughs> way over complicated, but they make sense to him. So army toys are not just army toys. They're like the bad, the, the bad guys versus the good guys. I don't know. So he, I just kind of let him have some fun. It doesn't really matter essentially as long as there is a place where the toys go and can be tidied up by the end of the day, the toys that are allowed downstairs. So let your your kids have some fun. Let them kind of set things up. All my kids are, um, all three of them have this funny thing where they (laughs) hold on to little treasures. So they're all treasure collectors. So it's a rock from a from a hike we did or a seashell from a beach we took a walk on or 
you know, something that just meant something to them. And it's actually kind of sweet. It looks like junk sometimes, um, but generally like we'll put it like on their dresser or a flat surface, a shelf or something in their room. And that's their place that they can store their treasures. And then (laughs) after a couple of years, I'm like, what is this rock from? I don't know. I'm like, then it's going in the trash. Like if you can't even remember where the rock is from, because sometimes those um, treasures can kind of add up. So, and that brings me to this last point when it comes to organizing with kids. Declutter when they're not home. Like if they're at school or they're away and you have a little time, take a trash bag, take a donation bin in there and do some decluttering. I've done this with all three of my kids. So even though, yes, I want them to be involved, I know sometimes working with kids, it's a little like, I mean, you know, like for instance, my youngest is 10 and I just got rid of his train set because every every time I would go into his room and try to help him declutter, he insisted that he still plays with this train set, which I have not seen him play with for I mean, since he was like in second grade. So I'm like, no, I've given him enough time for this train set. I recently stuck it in a donation bin and it's been probably two months. He hasn't said a word. So, you know, even though, again, I like them to be involved, I want them to have some control and have these life skills of being able to tidy up after themselves without the parent being overly like obsessed with how it looks. It's okay as a parent to go in and kind of clear out some of that stuff that's really becoming clutter when they're not looking. And if you want to do like kind of put it in a bin and hide it in a closet for like a few weeks just to make sure that they're not looking for it, that's absolutely fine. But get your kids involved and stop stressing about those spaces. Kids can be messy. It's totally fine. It's okay. All right. So those were kind of all of the things that came up in 2021. And so what's next and new for 2022? All right. Professional organizers. Again, guys, you guys have me really super excited about this. I've just been super happy to connect and collaborate with so many of you. I want to continue to help you. So I am going to continue the one-on-one coaching because again, I love answering your guys' questions. I love diving a little bit deeper. I love really getting to know um, how your business is different than others. So if you are interested in doing one-on-one coaching, shoot me an email or go to my website, oneorganizedmama.com and there is a link there. But in addition, I definitely have heard back from you guys. And one of the things that I've heard that you guys could really use a lot of help with are just the forms, like running your business, the operations, like what forms you use. So what I'm trying to do right now with my team is kind of take the forms I use for One Organized Mama and making them customizable to you guys. So for instance, a brochure you know, something that is really hard to like kind of just convey what you offer, your package pricing, that kind of thing. So what I'm trying to do is put together a little bit more tools for you guys and resources for you guys to use. So stay tuned for that. If you guys have any suggestions for forms or 
things, resources to operate and run your business, again, shoot me a DM, go ahead and email me, and I'll be happy to add it in um, into the things that I'm working for for you guys. It's kind of been interesting. I'm using a new website um, called Kajabi. And so my team that's helping me, it's not as user-friendly as we were hoping. So it's we're kind of actually limited to how many different things that we can put on for like downloads and printables and that type of thing. So forgive me. Um, we're always trying to figure that out and um, and keep that going. So the next thing that I want to dive into more in 2022 are organization tips for small business owners. One of the things that I'm super passionate about is supporting and promoting small businesses. Um, I run two businesses. I am a realtor in Las Vegas, Nevada, and all of this wonderful stuff that I do with One Organized Mama. So I know that organization is super key to operating and running and growing small business. So I'm going to give you a little bit more tips and have some more podcast episodes on that. So if you're a small business owner in any industry, again, reach out to me, go follow me on Instagram, send me a DM. Even if I don't respond to the DMs and the emails, just know they are getting read. And I'm just kind of like, like we're compiling all of the stuff together Um, to make sure that we cover everything. Also, because again, I have a lot of experience with between real estate and relocation, being that I worked with a lot of relocation companies during my time of running One Organized Mama, I'm going to be talking more about tips for relocation and moving and what, what you should be doing before you move out of your house and how to stay organized and such during your move and moving into your new home. So that's definitely another area that I'll be um, covering in 2022. Now, the next thing, I have some ideas on this. So I have two online courses. One is focused on decluttering The other is focused on time management. So if you go to my website, you can sign up for them. Guys, they're super cheap. But what I may be doing is kind of doing a little bit of a deeper dive. That was something new that I started in 2021 were these two, let's get these online courses available. They're a great way um, to really kind of dive deeper. So if you really struggle with decluttering, go to my website, sign up for the declutter course, and it comes with printables. I walk you through each video. So each video is goes over the printables and you can listen to it over and over and over. And it's something that I want you to implement as part of your, your daily and weekly routines to help you start to declutter. Because again, it's getting, if you struggle with decluttering, it's probably because you are way, way overcomplicating it. You need to simplify it. And I walk you through exactly how to do that with my online declutter course. In addition, my time management journal. So again, I don't want you just to focus on one area of your life. I want you to have an organized life in general. So time management journal, again, you actually can have printables that you can print out And then I can walk you through it. Again, there's nobody else in the course. So it's not like you have to see other people. It's not a Zoom. They're pre-recorded courses that you can go back and listen to 
over and over again. So super affordable, but I do want to dive a little bit deeper into them. So head over to my website, sign up for them, and then keep listening to the podcast episode as I decide kind of how I'm going to do that. Because I know online courses are something that are actually kind of new to a lot of us. And it can be a little intimidating again, because we're like, are other people going to be here? Are we going to be judged? Like, can we wear our pajamas? Yes, yes. And you're, there's nobody else in the course. No one can see you. And again, it's something that these are just tools that you can use over and over again. Okay. And final, the final thing that I'm working on for 2022 is how to communicate with you guys a little bit better. So just being super truthful and honest here, I have to do it in a way where it's not completely overwhelming to me. Because like I said, it's this really tricky balance between realizing like who's legitimate and who's not legitimate. Who's just asking me for to pay for something or just or wants access to you guys, my listeners. So I'm I'm coming up with some ideas. I hate Facebook. Um, I pretty much only use Facebook for my real estate business. So I've kind of gone on. I just if you want to send me a Facebook friend request, it's just Janelle Relat um, on Facebook. But usually, I really just only use it for primarily my um, my real estate, like I said. What I've learned with social media is I've actually, in 2021, just compartmentalized. So Facebook is for the one business. Instagram, One Organized Mama, is actually um, what I use for One Organized Mama. And I actually have liked um, a new social media platform called MeWe. Now, MeWe, what I like about MeWe is that it doesn't have all of the weirdness that Instagram and Facebook have. I actually kind of like the founder because it's about like privacy. They don't try to control it. Um, Short story, very true story, 2020, I actually had to disband my One Organized Mama Facebook page because I was getting like shadow banned. And I was getting a lot of warnings um, from Facebook that I um, was violating their community policies and over and over. So what was happening is that it was then shadow banning other activities that I was doing on Facebook. And as we all know, there's not someone that you can ask on Facebook, like, why why am I getting shadow banned or how? what policy am I violating with professional organizing? But it, it just whatever, the powers that be at Facebook... Um, uh, were causing all kinds of issues. So that's why I've just kind of left that platform. So I don't really like the Facebook groups um, per se, just because um, I found that when you get shadow banned on Facebook, it does affect, again, your other activities. So I, I can't figure it out. I just, I've just let it be. And um, what I decided to do was to move over to MeWe for some of my my groups instead of using Facebook groups. So if you want to download the MeWe app, again, my name on MeWe is just Janelle Relat, but you can actually send me an email at oneorganizedmama.com or excuse me, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. And what I'm trying to do, and I'm, I'm thinking is instead of um, just doing a Facebook group, going over to MeWe, and I had started it when I was doing the Network of Professional Organizers, 
And using that as a platform to sort of help communicate with those of you who are listeners of this podcast. And that way, for instance, um, if I bring in more people into this group, then we can, um, if you guys can't have access to me, but you have a question or you need or you need more information about something, you're not sitting in my inbox or my DMs on Instagram forever in a day. And maybe you can go in there, pose the question, um, connect with others and that type of thing in a, in a, a more, in an environment where you're not just always waiting on me. So it's something that I'm kind of thinking about. So it's, if it's something that you might be interested in, feel free again to shoot me an email, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com, and I'll um, send you an invitation to the MeWe group. Again, there's like five people in there right now. so, But it's definitely something that I would love to start up if it's something that you all want and it resonates with you. Um, super happy to do it. I run another MeWe group um, that I had taken off Facebook, and it runs really wonderfully. We don't have any issues with... Uh, with um, a lot of the weird overreach um, and always getting in trouble (laughs) with the platform for who knows what, I don't know. So again, if that's something that you guys would like to do, let's give it a try. So again, shoot me an email and I'll go over there. And that way it takes off the pressure of me feeling like I have to go and respond to each individual email or DM. Um, And again, maybe a way for you to connect with others. So All right. I feel like maybe I have covered everything. Let me look at my chicken scratch notes with arrows pointed everywhere. Yeah. Looks like I did cover just about everything. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to the One Organized Mama podcast. You guys are awesome. And even though Uh, 2021 was kind of a rough year for a lot of us. I am very hopeful for 2022 and super grateful to have you on board. Um, Hopefully I've given you some ideas to connect. I want to continue to connect with you guys. So yeah, feel free to give me some feedback. Again, I, I am listening. I am reading. So even if you don't get a direct response back from me, I just know that that you're being seen and stuff. And I am super appreciative of, of you. So again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One Organized Mama podcast. Stay safe out there. And I will be back with a new episode for a new year in 2022. Stay tuned.